Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Shot in the dark. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Senal Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AW Dark's Elevation. We have Dark Order, Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, Alan Five Angels, Ten, and Alex Reynolds defeating the team of Luther and, I guess, four of his recruited minions, I guess, uh, local talent here with Bulk Nasty, Tito Oric, Jake Ullman, and R.C. Dupree. Uh, spoiler, they were not able to defeat the Dark Order. Uh, in the beginning of the match, Luther tries to put a Serpentico mask on one of his teammates. Um, didn't work. And Grayson gets the pin after hitting the Fatality in a really quick match. Chris Statlander defeated Julia Hart. Uh, it looks like the darkness from under Julia's eye that's been going on for, like, what, four or five months now since she got um, misted by uh, Malachi Black. It's spreading. It looks like uh, the blackness is spreading down her cheek, so I'm not sure if it's going to take over her whole body or what, but Statlander gets to win with the move that she used to call the Big Bang Theory. It is now called the Night Fever to go with her new darker tone. Koneshka uh, Takeshita defeated Brandon Cutler. Takeshita from DDT making his return to AEW after a couple matches back in April of 2021. Cutler does his comedy, his dancing, he hits his cold spray, but Takeshita stops that with some really hard forearms. I'm sure you've seen the gifts of it. Uh, he hits a brain buster and a leaping knee strike for the impressive win. Hopefully they can use Takeshita in a better role if he's going to be staying here in W, and I'm sorry, in AEW for a while. Maybe put him in the Owen, Owen tournament. Uh, that'd be pretty cool to kind of see him in there. Tony Nese defeated Steel City Brawler. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Steel City Brawler is not a second-generation wrestler, and his father is not named Brooklyn. He's actually known as uh, Sunny Days. If you remember, he actually was an AEW way back at their first show, uh, Double or Nothing, back in 2019. He was part of the Casino Battle Royal in Dubai-in. We haven't seen him since, but he is uh, an AEW original, I guess you can say. Uh, if you remember, he used to have like kind of like orange and black face paint. He is in a totally different gimmick here, just going the stereotypical, uh, you know, hometown boy here with all the tattoos and everything. He tries to get the crowd behind him, but knee stops him and hits the running knees for the win. 
Minoru Suzuki making his AEW Dark debut here. Defeats QT Marshall. Nick Camarado and Aaron Solo try to get involved, but they get injected. Uh, QT tried his best here to hang in there, but Suzuki ends him with a gotch-style pile driver. There was another hard forearm this match as well. John Silver defeated Vance Valor as Mark Henry makes his weekly Wu-Tang Clan Dark Order reference. Uh, this time Excalibur chimes in and says, which one is you, God? And then Mark Henry says, uh, the one with the mask is Ghostface. Silver wins very quickly here with the Spin Doctor. Ruby Soho, Anna Jay, and Sky Blue defeated Nyla Rose, Amy Sakura, and The Bunny. Uh, there was a lot going on in this match, but Anna Jay submits The Bunny with the Queen Slayer, and Mark Henry's animal sound of the week was a camel. And the main event, Penta Oscuro defeated Max Caster. Caster's rhyme called Alex Abrahantis Count Chocula, and says that Penta and Alex are going through a goth phase, a nice uh, callback to his Darby Allen feud, and says that Penta is short for Pendejo. Penta takes out Anthony Bowens on the apron at the end and snaps back Caster's arm for the pin. Tuesday's AEW Dark had Red Velvet defeated Dulce Tormenta quickly with just dessert. Red Velvet is uh, fully embracing her heel uh, uh, character change here. Lee Moriarty defeated Serpentico with the Flatliner. Anna Jay and Sky Blue defeated the Bunny and Rachel Rose. Taz said that Rachel's name reminded him of his favorite movie, Rochelle Rochelle. A nice little uh, reference to Seinfeld, if everybody remembers that. Anna Jay gets a submission win by having Rose tap out quickly to the Queen Slayer. Penta Oscuro defeated QT Marshall before the match. QT gets to the mic and says that people used to cheer him, now they boo him, but he's the one who helped AEW exist. Aaron Solo tries to get involved in this. Abraham to scares him away with his shovel. Nick Cabarato interferes when the referee was distracted, but Penta is able to get rid of him and snap back QT's arm for the win. Abaddon defeated Charlotte Renegade very, very quickly with the Black Dahlia. And the main event, Top Flight, Frankie Kazarian, and the Hardys defeated Private Party, The Blade, and Helico, and Max Caster teaming up with the AFO here. Uh, Caster's rhyme wasn't as good as the uh, Elevations. He says something about Kaz not having any fans, Top Flight being 9 years old, and the Hardys are just backyard wrestlers. Jeff Hardy gets the pin on Mark Quinn after Matt hits a twist of fate, followed by Jeff Swanton Bomb in a really fun and fast main event. We go to NXT UK, started with a back alley brawl as Sam Gradwell defeated Kenny Williams. This comes off of Kenny shaving Gradwell's mohawk off. Uh, this is not really what they promised last week. They were never shown footage of, you know, the back alley and looking all dirty and dangerous. This is just a standard street fight in a ring. Uh, so, you know, they had your weapons and everything, but it wasn't really what they promised. And then some mysterious masked man comes out and kind of stares down Kenny. Um, we don't know who he is. He has a hoodie on. He has a... Um, a mask covered his face. He just kind of stands there. Kind of reminds me of Extinctor, if you guys remember him from the um, Up Next Rumble. Very similar vibe. And he keeps popping up and eventually distracts Kenny, who gets put through table as Gradwell gets to win. And then the masked man chases Kenny to the back. My guess is that this could be the return of Amir Jordan, the former uh, tag team partner of Kenny Williams, who's been missing ever since he lost that Loser Leaves UK match uh, last year. And as far as I know, he wasn't released or quit NXT UK. Maybe he was injured. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it could be him. Uh, Eddie Dennis cuts a promo where he, he, he suggests Primate and T-Bone take on Mark Andrews and a wild boar. He has a dog collar, so I'm not sure if he's suggesting a dog collar match or not, but he did show that. Amelia McKenzie defeated Stevie Turner after hitting a spear. We get a promo from Isla Dawn ahead of her World of Darkness match with Mako Satomura, and I'm still not sure what a World of Darkness match is. I hope it's not a blindfold match. We see footage of NXT 2.0's Lash Legend Ivy Nile, uh, Juan Wagner, and Damon Kemp all heading over to the UK to be on this show soon. Uh, Von Wagner refuses to sign an autograph for a fan, and he bumps it to Saxon Huxley, who does sign the autograph, but Wagner rips it up at a uh, 
you know, he calls him a big stupid man, Haxley calling Wagner that, so I'm pretty sure we'll be seeing this match as these four went over to the UK for a couple of matches, so that should be pretty uh, interesting and change things up here in the UK. Aliza Alexander and Zaya Brookside cut a promo where Zaya says that she'll be in action next week, and they say that in three weeks for the special 200th episode, Ila Dragonall will defend the UK Championship against Jordan Devlin, but before that they will have the contract signing. And the main event for the NXT UK Tag Team Championships, a 2 out of 3 falls mass, uh, match, Mustache Mountain retains, defeating Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter. Ashton Smith pins Tyler Bate for the first fall after Carter hits a moonsault off of Smith. Bate comes back, pinning Smith with a springboard clothesline for the second fall. And the ending came with Steven, uh, with Seven pinning Carter with his feet on the ropes. So Tyler Bate was looking at that, and he wasn't uh, too happy about that as uh, Mustache Mountain continues to butt heads. But this match was really fantastic. Definitely check it out. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We go to Impact Wrestling. This was the go-home show before the Rebellion pay-per-view. Um, before the Impact, Heath and Rhino defeated Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Eric Young and Diener defeated Black Taurus and Crazy State. Steve, after Young hit Steve in the back with their flag, and Diener hit the DDT for the win. And they showed during the, bla- uh, during the back that Tasha Steeles attacked Rosemary ahead of their match at uh, Rebellion. The major players in Chelsea Green came out, and Matt Cardona says that he needs more gold, and him and Brian Myers will be going after the tag team titles. They then mention... Uh, taking on W. Morrissey and that we'll never see him again. Spoiler alert, he did show up. And they get interrupted by Guido Maritato, uh, Maritato the former Little Guido, and Tony Mamaluke of the FBI. That they're here in Philadelphia, so nice little callback to the ECW. Guido tells Cardona to never disrespect this building as it belongs to the fans and calls them major sissies and major idiots. They all start brawling. This leads to Guido challenging Cardona for his digital media title. Matt Cardona does defeat him after Miles dist- Myers distracts the referee and Cardona hits a low blow and the radio silence for the win. They kept attacking Guido and Mama Luke after until Morrissey comes out. He gets outnumbered, so Jordan Grace comes out and helps Morrissey. Uh, Chokeslam Cardona through a table. Anna No More cut a promo hyping up their matches for Rebellion. They didn't go to Jonah cutting a promo about PCO and um, taking out Tomohiro Ishii next. 
Shearer defeated Gabriel Rodriguez in 23 seconds, destroying him with a sit-out powerbomb. He caused a Lions attack. Jay White, Chris Bay, and the Good Brothers of Bullet Club defeated Kenny King, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and Vincent of Honor No More, with Doc Ellis pinning Bennett after they hit the Magic Killer. Fun match here with a couple cool match uh, matchups. Uh, that have history, like Matt Taven and Jay White, based on the MSG show, and Chris Bay and his trainer, Kenny King. We get promos from the inspiration about getting the tag team titles back and get rid of getting rid of Caleb and Ta- on Tara. Uh, an entire Valkyrie talks about getting the Reign of the Reigners title from Deanna Perrazzo, which she ended up getting. If you haven't seen Rebellion or you want to read um, a report, John Pollock does have a report on PostWrestling.com, as I was actually at the show. Uh, pretty fun show, I have to admit. A uh, couple down matches, but most of all, it was pretty cool to see them in Poughkeepsie, New York. Laredo Kid and Trey Miguel defeated Ace Austin and Mike Bailey, with Miguel reversing a fold attempt and rolling up Austin for the win. After the match, Austin holds up Miguel for Bailey to attack him, but instead Bailey kicks Austin ahead of the triple threat match. Anna No More is backstage talking about getting their win back after Vincent excuses himself just to go grab some jumper cables. And electrify PCO back to life, uh, just like Frankenstein's monster as PCO wakes up and screams for Jonah as that match will be coming up in a couple of weeks. And then Moose comes out for his public apology to Josh Alexander um, and his family as Scott Demore is out to oversee it. Moose is out there with his attorney, R.D. Evans. Evans starts reading a statement, but Moose rips it up and says that that wasn't sincere enough, so he starts to apologize, but turns it into calling Alexander out uh, and exposing him for not being a protector and a role model for his son, and he keeps going on and on about Alexander and at Rebellion, and then Alexander comes out and takes out security, and Demore lets him through into the ring as Alexander and Moose go at it, ending with Alexander putting Moose through a table with the C4 Spike pile driver. NWA USA, this was a special Power Surge USA episode presented by the Fixers, so Jay Bradley at one point mentions Dave Meltzer, and Wrecking Ball Ligurski has no idea who that is. Uh, they discuss ring rats, and Wrecking Ball is confused, thinking that Bradley is talking about the animal. As far as the matches go, VSK defeated Alex Taylor and uh, Angelina Love making her NWA, uh, I guess, debut. Like, once they started going on TV with Power and USA and all that, she makes her debut here, defeated uh, Riley. Um, in about over a minute with the Botox injection, and of course, her former beautiful people teammate Velvet Sky on commentary does hype her up the entire time. And uh, if Riley looks familiar, she is the uh, one of the former Swingerellas from Impact Wrestling in Swingers Palace. I know she looked a little familiar, but after... Looking at her a little bit more, she is uh, also known as Rocket Riley, but that's where she comes from. And the main event here, Rush Freeman defeated Garrison Creed with the Blue Thunder Bomb. We go to NWA Power, VSK, Mike Knox, and Chelsea Green of the Cardona start the show where they talk about how they're all going to get their own titles soon with the tag and women's titles. Nick Aldis defeated Jordan Clearwater by submission with the Cloverleaf. Homicide retains the Junior Heavyweight Championship, defeated Red Titus with the Koji Cutter. Angelina Love briefly appears and says that she has just signed to NWA and will be seeing a lot more of her soon. Mickey James has an interview where she's pissed off with the Cardona's and says that she'll be fighting Talia Markova soon. Trevor Murdoch defeated Aaron Stevens really quickly with the top rope Bulldog. Angelina Love making her power debut defeated Tootie Lynn with the Botox injection. Ty- uh, Tyrus cuts a promo on his next Body Slam challenger being Mims, but later on Joe Galley says that that is not official just yet. Tom Latimer and Camille cut a promo about Camille saying it doesn't matter who challenges her next for the um, women's title as she is never losing that title. In the main event here, Love Rebellion defends their NWA World Tag Team Championships against the Briscoes after they won the Crockett Cup. A really good match here that ends with a quick a quick roll-up at the end, but the Briscoes were very close, and I'm sure that they'll be getting a rematch pretty soon and possibly adding those titles to their resume. We go to NXT Level Up. Uh, Matt Camp from Talkin' Smack and The Bump is actually filling in for Nigel McGuinness on commentary this week as Nigel is over in the UK for the UK tapings. We have Idris Inofe and Malik Blade defeated Quincy Elliott and the debuting Damaris Griffin. Um, not too sure much about Griffin. I'm guessing he's one of the newer signings here, but as far as I know, he doesn't really have any uh, independent wrestling 
um, history. Um, I could be wrong. I'll find out more if anything. But Enofi gets the pin on Griffin after Blade hits him with a Frog Splash. Fallon Henley defeated Thea Hale. Henley looking impressive here, winning with a Shining Wizard. And Bodie Hayward defeated defeated Dante Chen. We go to New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. Big Damo, the former Killian Dane, uh, defeats another debuting star here in John Skyler, who's been in Impact Wrestling recently. Uh, Damo gets to win here with the Vader Bomb. Swerve Strickland defeated Blake Christian with the house call running dropkick. This match was really fun. Definitely check it out. And actually, first uh, one-on-one matchup between these two. I guess they never got a chance to uh, um, wrestle in 205 Live or NXT when they were there. And Buddy Matthews defeated Yuri Uramura. Matthews gets to win after Murphy's Law. Uh, he already had the match won after a curb stomp, but he decided to uh, hit, hit him with one more move. Good match. Close to 10 minutes. I would love to see these guys get another five minutes in a rematch. WWE main event actually got new theme music. It sounds like Josiah Williams. So this guy's everywhere. I just saw him do the new theme song for Tyler Valkyrie. He's doing music for AEW, so good for him. We go to the matches. Apollo Crews defeated T-Bar, and Tommaso Ciampa defeated Cedric Alexander with a fairy tale ending. Shelton Benjamin kept trying to get involved, but he did get injected. Uh, these two have wrestled a lot of times in the past, all the way back in 2012, I want to say. They wrestled a Ring of Honor, PWG, Evolve, and this could possibly be Ciampa's last time wrestling with his first name, as he is now simply known as Ciampa on Monday Night Raw. The WWE Network editions of the week was an episode of ICW Fight Club and Progress Wrestling's Who Run the World, which was an all-female uh, wrestling event. So check it out if you are interested. That is it for me this week. You can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.